Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 107. Getting up in there in numbers, boys. Love it. Sitting next to me, as always, Big Dill. Dill, how are you? Yeah, I thought you were going to introduce me after that uh, After that one, so I was ready to you know, get talking here, ready for the warm-up. Right. Doge is somebody else that we have here, Yeah, but not here. Well, not here. Yeah, not at the clubhouse right now. He's up in no, Cleveland. here. He's at the Cleveland clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah, next house. Yeah. <clears throat> Certainly not the main campus. But he's here, Doge, all the way up in Cleveland. How are you, buddy? Doing well, man. Cannot complain. Ready to jump in here with the boys. Heck yeah. Gonna be a good show. Episode 107, like I said. So, gotta bust out these 2007 champions here. San Antonio Spurs. I was gonna say, because this is a big year for, for champions here. This is one we, I'm sure we all remember. Bill, tough one here. San Antonio Spurs swept yeah. LeBron James. And the Cavaliers there. Hey, hey, first appearance? First, Hey, first appearance, I agree. <clears throat> the New York football Giants defeating Tom Brady. But the Bo Sox getting revenge in the MLB. Red Sox with the championship. And like Doge said when we put this up on, on Monday, Ducks fly together, baby. The Ducks Anaheim Ducks for the NHL there. So we've got a great show for you. Can do a little fresh first. Um, I'm sure you are going to know the topic, so we'll just save it for when we get there. It's a great one. Uh, just happened yesterday. Big, big news in the NFL. So stay tuned for that. Second quarter, we're going to do a little Formula Doge. The season wrapped up. Wild ending. We're going to have to get to that. We could not just let that squeak by. That is something we definitely have to talk about. Uh, <clears throat> third quarter, we're going to do a little uh, NFL guest the lines here for Week 15. So that'll be interesting to see how the lines may have been changed after all the uh, players being out with, with COVID and other injuries. So it could be interesting to see. And then uh, for the fourth quarter, we're going to do a little fun game. We're going to do uh, our favorite uh, athletes from the past who we think would have the best NIL deals. So um, <clears throat> it's going to be an interesting one, and I think it'll be a fun one to throw back some, some old athletes. So first things first, ladies and gents, don't want to get hurt. You know, we gotta we take our podcasting seriously, so we like to stretch it out, warm it up here, just do a little uh, small topic to get started before we really get into things. So, without further ado, Doge, I'll pass it to you. What do you got uh, for your warm up here? Yeah, so as you guys may have seen in many different headlines across all different sports, NFL yeah, and NBA, particularly right now. COVID making a big impact and a lossy comeback. Yeah, dude. Um, in a, a lot of different places. Um, Russ Westbrook, just recently the biggest name that I saw coming up entering COVID 19 protocols, but a lot of the Nets are in COVID 19 protocols. I know there are a lot of NFL teams that are hit by it, Browns being one of them, Dilly. So, not what you like to see, but with the Omicron variant, something that, you know, probably was likely to happen since people have been kind of taken a lot of the different you know guidelines lightly since uh vaccines have been coming out so not what you want to see but uh can't say i'm all too surprised but hopefully we can get through it and, and get back out of this and you know pretty unscathed and not have too many issues with it but uh, a lot of teams getting put down because of the covid comeback yeah <clears throat> bulls are postponed for two games kings had to shut down their facility today a lot of 
a lot of COVID action going on. Hopefully, uh, uh, we can, you know, hopefully get through this soon and get back to playing. But we'll see. You never know. So, I've, a lot of interesting stories in the NBA about it right now, for sure, with how uh-huh. different teams have been uh, testing and whatnot, for sure. Or not testing, I guess, for that matter, in some cases. <clears throat> but, um, Dill, what do you got for us here? A little warm-up action. Yeah, so <clears throat> just going to go with the weekly uh, you know, fantasy update. Sure. Uh, sure. Mentioned it last last pod that you know had a big matchup against uh, Doge up there. Oh, yeah. Cleveland. And in not only basketball but also football, so tough, tough season for both of us in fantasy. Uh, for football, didn't end up getting in. Ended up getting the first in that league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the first, you know, first place for sure, sure, sure. The consolation bracket. So there you go, <laughs> huge. I get a buy. Going to the next round, but um, my other league somehow I snuck in by four points. So it's just a quick little, you know, quick little, you know, little fun thing. Sure. This league, this league, Dill's referring to is the one where I made the historic undefeated run last year, wire to wire champion. Yeah. So you can't do that every year. I gotta gotta let some other people have a shot at it every once in a while. So I think. You got smoked. The with IR, the IR really yeah. put me down. Uh, King Henry, Derek Henry, going out uh, really did me in. Tough, and it was all downhill from there. So, yeah, I think this is my most <clears throat> like significant year of injuries, or people just being out for oh, yeah. any sort of fantasy. And then now I'm just getting more and more basketball players of mine out Bas- with it, which obviously, like you now, know, yeah. that's that's not. You know the thing; it just sucks. You know, yeah. what, are you little, little what are you gonna do? Not a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Teach. What I don't. I don't know what is wrong with the NBA. In case, like sometimes there, like this happened with our good friend, a person I will defend to the grave as a great player in the NBA, Mr. Carmelo Anthony. He was just out of the league for a couple years because we don't really know why. He, maybe he didn't want to come off the bench for the Thunder, but he kind of did and accepted that, and the Rockets didn't want him, but they did want him. So the fact that we're sitting here now, and the other night, our good friend, the little guy, we're talking shot clock turned off, he's going to do it himself, crossover step back, Isaiah! 42 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds, and 0 turnovers. That's a freaking awesome game. So why can we not get Isaiah Thomas signed to a team? Like, let's make it happen. Somebody bring him up. While you're at it, and while we're here, our boy Kyle Guy has been lighting it up. For the Cavs. Let's get him some minutes. We have two friends of the pod who need some love. So let's get him on a team. Isaiah needs to be signed. 42 points is not something you just need to be. Like, come on. Let's go. I feel like that's NBA-worthy talent. He did have a, like, lot of, have a lot of shots. He had a lot of shots. But that's a lot of points. No turnovers is big, man. That's where it really yeah. is big. 
The underhand, like, half-court bounce pass assist that he had was yes. disgusting. Very nice. It was so saucy. One of those passes, I was just like, ooh. It's that wasn't even point, his bucket. Scar does. I didn't mean to interrupt. It is to the point where Dylan's prime star of his fantasy team, his favorite player in the league, not LeBron James, non-Cav, Favorite star, up-and-coming star, Zach Levine tweeted something along the lines of, like, God damn, can we sign this guy already? Like, maybe we need to get him on the Bulls? Who knows? He should be somewhere. Get him on the Nets, dude. They need a point guard. <laughs> High key. <laughs> High key. That'd be... what. A, that would make that team, if then Kyrie did not come back, not that I'm saying I would prefer that. He's a great player. I like to watch him play. But if he didn't come back and then they had Isaiah Thomas, that's a team I'd have to root for, I think. Durant, IT, little beard action. <laughs> not a lot of guard guard defense there. Very little. Be a lot of, a lot of, a lot of point guard scoring against them. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let's move on to our fresh first quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think anybody saw this coming. <laughs> Just kidding. If you've been following the story and you've been reading up on all the little tidbits that have been going down in Duval County, Jacksonville, uh, you probably recognize that Urban was going to be gone at some point. This year, if not at the end of the season, but he would not be back next year. That was pretty clear because of all the weird, odd things that have been going around where he's kicking his kickers in preseason. He's making his offensive coordinators defend their resumes by saying he was a better coach or had a better staff when he was at Bowling Green, um, which is just like, I don't not really the way you'd think an NFL coach should be handling himself. So, um. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on Urban, his tenure there? It's funny to see. I saw Field Yates' stat um, that he'd lost more games this season for the Jacksonville Jags than he did in all of his seasons at Ohio State. He had 11 losses this season and 9 at Ohio State. And then a funny quote. I forget the reporter, so I need to go back. Um, let me see if I can't find it real quick. But this guy reporting in the – oh, here we go. Oh, they don't even say the reporter's name. That's just rude. I was trying to give this guy credit because it's a funny question. Um, there's a reporter who asked the interim head coach, I think you've got a really good chance to finish with more career wins as an interim head coach than Urban had as a head coach. What do you think of that? And the guy like had a big grin on his face, and he laughed for a second, and then he said, I'm not answering that. Go to the next question. So <clears throat> hopefully he can get more than a win. That would be great. Um, well, Jags are are what two and eleven now. Are they two? Did they get the second dub? I think they're two and eleven. Then there you go. Then four. That's tough. Then I don't know about that. I guess he had three. He would have to win three. He'd have and to win. He got to win out. He'd have to win three and four games. Oh yeah, I could say one this weekend. No chance. I don't think so. Get out of here with that. I thought they only had one, and I was like, "That's gonna, that's doable." I could be wrong, but no, I think, Josh, I think you're right. I think you're right. 
Because I think they beat up on somebody they shouldn't have. They are 2-11. There you go. So, any other thoughts on the Urbanator? Urban liar. Urban loser, I guess, right now. His whole tenure there was just embarrassing. Nothing about... He re, he might have ruined Trevor Lawrence, which is the worst part about it. He got there. They started getting smoked out the gate. They have Thursday night football on Cincinnati. Urban goes up to Columbus and feels some chick up at a bar. Doesn't travel back with the team. Comes back putting all of his assistants on blast, basically calling them losers. Right. He's a winner. Defend yep. your resume. What makes you a winner? Mm. He, what, what is the Marvin Jones, Josh, Josh Lambeau, the kicker. Yeah, dude, that was that, crazy. That Urban Meyer kicked him in the leg once during practice and said, make some effing field goals. And then Josh like, Lambeau turned around and said, don't fucking kick me. I'm a grown man. And Urban Meyer turns around and says, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever the fuck I want. Which is like, Ridiculous. what the hell is that? This guy's Ridiculous. making millions of dollars to kick okay. field goals for you. This all sounds... Oh. This all sounds absolutely well, then, ridiculous. Hold on. One more. I gotta add one more before you go. Marvin Jones Jr. and him got in a big argument because he called out the wide receivers in some press conference and then in front of the team and said they weren't doing well to the point where he left the facility and was going to quit the team for the season. And like two of his trainers had to call him or something like that and bring him back. And then him and Urban still had a big, huge fight. So Which is re- just absolutely ridiculous. This just seems like it's like a movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how how does he actually do this? You know what I mean? It's nuts. I wonder if anything's going to come out. Like, did he do this in college? Is this how he treats the college players? And just because they're younger like, and not professionals, they just take it? It has to be. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so curious, like, if this is just his way of, like, holding power of the team. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, do you think he goes around, and whoever was his kicker at Ohio State, and he goes around before preseason games and kicks him and goes, hey, kid, make some fucking kicks. Like, do you think he says that to him, or is that just, like, because he's in the NFL? Right. Because that's even more ridiculous if he's doing it to the kids. Yeah. Like, that's (laughs) absolutely absurd. And it's like, that's some poor kid. He's like, that's the coach of the ball team? He kick me whenever he wants. Like what? Yeah, that's like an absurd thing to. What a response just, back too. Yeah, yeah. And Josh Lambeau doesn't play for them after that. Like he didn't stick with them either. They cut him, or he was like, "I'm out of here." Whatever happened, like he's not with them. Ridiculous. I mean it. It was just an embarrassment. He was an awful coach. Terrible. He. He didn't once, from what I saw, support his own team. He was just trying to defend his own ass the entire time. Yep. And Which it was is how just, it was in college, too. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I had a little bit more respect for him in college. I thought he, I'd give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit. But some of this coming to light in the NFL gig, I mean, just, just absurd. I can't. You can't defend the guy anymore. You just can't. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't uh, demand any NFL respect by any means. I don't know what his college tenure was like in terms of like you know how he treated people at least. But he was a winner in college, like he said. I'm a winner <laughs> to all of his coaches. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I that team looked terrible the entire year, and it looked the same. You know what I mean? Like they didn't do anything differently. You know, they had a couple for like, a benefit. They had a, couple, they had a little streak where they kind of got it going, and then Urban had the thing up in Columbus, and then they all went to shit again. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. The one thing too, like the the thing about the going to Columbus was like so many coaches and players and everything were like. It's absurd that he didn't go back with his team after, especially after a loss in prime, like in prime time. Like, he just did, wasn't trying to be a part of the Jags. He it seemed like he just took the gig for the the dollar bills, and like he was just on his own agenda. Yeah, and like just doing his own thing. Right, just kind of rogue head coach. He was, and then he was like, "Well, hopefully Trevor Lawrence will be good enough, so I can just like you like it is in college. Like, if your quarterback's good enough, you can just go do whatever you want, like Tim Tebow or you know." You got some other quarterbacks, or obviously Ohio State had just a good rest of the team. But if you have a good quarterback in the NFL, he's probably like, "Oh well, that'll just get me to the the Super Bowl or whatever. I'll I'll win some games." Trevor Lawrence's best prospect I've ever seen, you know, whatever. So, and if you're a Jags fan, you have to be just so bummed out because you had to be so excited because like he's from down there. Trevor Lawrence is ready to rock and roll. He's kind of hyping up Jacksonville. Travis Etienne's coming in. We got the Clemson boys. You know, Etienne gets hurt. Urban starts doing this stuff. Trevor doesn't look so hot at times. Like, yeah. there's yeah, some people saying be... there's some people which I think is crazy because you can't judge him because of how wild the team was. Yeah, but they were saying Trevor Lawrence is a bust. I'm like, no, 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 no. Come on, let's calm. <laughs> you don't know down. yet. Let's calm down. Yeah. They need the right man at the helm. Um, but, I mean, so Jay Feely retweeted somebody. Who is this? Rich Rich Hornberger? Sure. Hornberger? Hornberger? Um, whatever. <laughs> he said, quote, look at how the Lions players play for Campbell. Yep. Read the Chargers players' quotes about Staley. Lions only have one win. Chargers are in the playoff races. But both have rookie coaches who earn the respect of their locker room. That did not happen in Jacksonville. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Totally. Yeah, I would run through a wall for Dan Campbell if yeah. I was on the Lions. It seems like it. Brandon <laughs> Staley. It seems just like a freaking winner. You know what I mean? And a smart. Oh, yeah. a smart he just seems really he smart. Seems smart and yeah. like he can switch and like he can start game planning around how things are going. You know what I mean? Like right. he doesn't have to like, hey, we're gonna stick with our game plan and if we win, we win. Like if we lose, we lose. Like like Urban you know, he's too, really like, good at adjusting. Which I like to see. Urban was a recruiter. Like, it wasn't like he was, like, a super great coach. Like, not, like, in terms of, like, X's and O's, like, you know, Chip Kelly, you know, level. Or where they, like, say, like, Ryan Day has got such a good offense. Or Lincoln Riley. Like. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, definitely recruiting was Like, that was his, like, you can't sure. recruit in the NFL. Like, that was his, like, like flagship characteristic. Right. Well, that's what makes, like. like oh, he's a. Cr- right. Well, that's what you can make you a very good college coach, I think, too. Is being able yeah. to, like, hey, come play for me. You can't do that in the NFL. You don't have salary caps, you know? Right. You know? You, right. <laughs> yeah, you can illegally give the guys whatever you want, hypothetically. <laughs> Not that, you know. Well, you know, I don't know. Yep. <clears throat> I, they all do it, so. What can you say? I just, I feel bad for the poor Jacksonville fans. But hopefully, like, hopefully over these next four games, because there's no way I don't, there's no way they're winning three but if they like come out and just like look better or trevor lawrence starts to like get like look a little comfortable like that'll at least be like a nice sign like all right let's go into next year 
Like, Trevor Lawrence has got an offseason to prepare. Like, he kind of knows what to expect. Can we get a new coach early in this? Like, we can start game planning together type thing. Like, we just watched... There's no chance this happened in Jacksonville. We just watched one of the man in the arenas, and Tom Brady literally said, one of the best things that ever happened to me was every Tuesday, me and Bill Belichick would meet, and we'd talk about every single defensive player that they had and what their weaknesses were and what their strengths were and how we could attack them. There's not a chance that Urban Meyer took the time to do that with Trevor Lawrence. So, and if he did, then that's crazy. And, like, that seems like maybe the only thing he would have done right then. But that seems like somebody needs to be doing that with Trevor Lawrence or something similar to that. Like, hey, man, let's figure out how you can be good because you're, like, you're supposed to be this whole entire team. Where Urban was trying to make it about him. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Nick Saban is Alabama. Trevor Lawrence show. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence was begging Urban to play James Robinson. Yeah, I know. Was, and said he was throwing out who? Carlos uh, Hyde, his old Carlos Ohio Hyde. State buddy. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, in the NFL, the players are the stars. In college, sometimes it's the coaches. Like, Nick Saban is Alabama. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Urban Meyer was trying to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it should be Trevor Lawrence's team. Like, Peyton Manning is the, the Colts. Yeah. Like, that's who that is. Bill Belichick is that's the a, Patriots. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But Tom Brady, you know. Like, Tom Brady was the Patriots until this year, and now you're like, okay. Now like, the Patriots are, are yeah. good again. <laughs> yeah, like with a young coach. quarterback. Shoot. You're just doing the same stuff with him. Like, you know Cincinnati I mean? is Joe Burrow's town right now. Like, there's no doubt about yeah. it. It's not right. Zach Taylor. Not a Zach Taylor town. It's definitely not Zach Taylor. <laughs> no. 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 I'd say Jamar, Joe, and Joe Mixon. Joey Votto, too. Yeah, the Joes. He's the Joes. Like, it's, it's a Joe town. It's a Joe, sure. it's a Joe town. J-town. We're J-town. Okay. All right, let's move on to the second quarter, unless you guys got anything else for the Urban Liar. No, dude, it's just... Nah, he, he stinks. It's so funny. He'll be back. In he'll be back in college soon, which will be lame. But he'll probably be good because it'll be his show. I don't know what college would take a flyer on him now after all this. He'll he'll That's people he'll people a foxage, and then we'll for, people forget, or somebody will get desperate because they want to win, and then there you go. That's how that game works, unfortunately. Especially college ball. Maybe. I think so. I think so. Like big old, I don't know. I'm, trying, I'm not going to name a school yet. I'm not going to put that on anybody right now. Too don't hot. Do it. Too hot of a name right now. Don't do it. Speaking of a hot name in a good way, although not not in this clubhouse, in my, in my opinion. Max Verstappen, winning driver of the year for Formula One. Uh, Mercedes, though, I believe taking the. Um, Constructors Cup there. Yeah. Correct. Doge, I will let you explain what happened in this race because you can probably do it better than me. But I just want to say I am heated at the outcome. And that's I'll leave it at that and I'll let you go after that. And then I have other things we can say too. But go ahead. There were sprinkles of controversy all over this place just from the opening lap. Wild. Um, Max had pole. Lewis took the lead right away. He was driving crazy, refused to give it back. Um, There was a point where Max was trying to pass Lewis back. Lewis went off the track. Um, 
wasn't really told to give the place back. They said that he slowed down enough, so they just let that one go. Lewis then was just the best driver on the track for the longest period of time. It wasn't even close. The whole race. A um, few different safety cars sprinkled out. Um, one kind of in the middle of the race. Um, Max came in to get fresh tires. Checo stayed out. Um, defended against Lewis. Lewis didn't switch tires for a while. Um, but the safety car at the end of the race, Nicholas Latifi crashes. And while they're taking the safety car around, you're getting closer and closer to the end of the race. And you're like, man, is this last race really going to finish on a safety car? I would kind of blow, but it, it would make sense for Lewis to win that race because he was the best driver of the day. Yes. It, it happened wasn't even... with, with five laps to go. Yeah. So they get down to where it's the second to last lap, and they started letting cars that had been lapped in the race unlap themselves, which you're supposed to do, you know, the car, the lap before the, the safety car goes in. I thought, um, I heard, though, you're either supposed to do it right away, like, or not at all. Yeah, I I thought that was the case, too. After reading it a little bit more, whenever the steward calls for it, they they have to bring the safety car in the next lap. Okay. So, so, so it should have ended on the safety car if that was the rule that was followed. But instead, half the field was allowed to unlap themselves. And then when they got close to the lap ending, the second to last lap, they brought the safety car in and started the race. So only half of the field was allowed to unlap themselves, and it was really just the cars between Lewis Hamilton, who had already lapped them, and Max Verstappen, who had not lapped them, and would have had to make his way through that field. So Max, during the safety car, had gone in and gotten new soft tires, so he's on brand new tires. Lewis is on these hard compound tires that he's been on for like 40 laps. And Max was on the better tires on the restart. They brought the safety car in, ran one one last lap, and Max was suddenly right behind Lewis instead of you know having five or six cars between them. And yeah. Max wins the race. Um, I wouldn't say that Max necessarily, you know, like I. I'm not going to say that Max doesn't deserve the title. I will say Lewis, I think, had it stolen from him that night. They put that title, they decided to put it in a box, they put it in some lovely wrapping paper, put a nice bow on it, and when they were addressing who it was to, they clearly wrote in big, bold letters, Max for stopping. They gifted it to him. It was unbelievable. They did not give Lewis one chance to win that race. And it was a shame. At least after the safety hit. He I was, was going to say, they, they, gave him, they gave him one chance when he got way further ahead than he was for the, that, the beginning that, cutting the corner in the early beginning part of, part of the race. So Everything else after that went against Mercedes and Lewis's way. I agree. But I still... I still thought Max caused that incident in the beginning... But I still do think Lewis did get some kind of advantage from that. Even though they did say that Lewis gave the time back, I don't know that he did. I don't think he necessarily did. I'm with um, you on that, where he, I think he did get that advantage. But they right. at least said that he didn't, so whatever. Right. I'll, the steward, whatever. He clearly is doing his job. But I'm I just... I wish Max would have had to fight for it, so it would have felt like he earned it. Because yep. I'm with you, Doge... He had such a great season where I feel like now he didn't earn it, and which is such a shame. 
because he obviously had one of the best seasons anybody's had in a long time. Nobody's ever ever been able to compete with Lewis, you know, like this. I don't, you know, as long as I, you know, from what I've researched at least. Yeah, not since, you know, 2015 or something, I think. A good long, a long stretch. Right. And so it's just a shame now that we're sitting here saying that I did just say that they gifted it to Max when I, it would have been nice to see Max slice through the four drivers, which I think he would have been able to do on those soft tires and then catch up to Lewis and then it would have been a, a really nice battle for the last little bit. Very close And it would have been very close ending, which would have been much more entertaining. It would have felt like it was much more earned, I think, in my opinion, because Lewis was in the lead the whole time. But, I don't know. I'll let you speak, Dale. I just, it's a it's a bummer. Or Doge, so, I guess, if you have something quick with to the, add. With, I the, with the strategy that Red Bull decided to use of, as far as... They did a great job. ...in getting they, new tires, Mercedes, you know, and then went back and forth on pretty much every race that I saw the entire year. And I will say, I didn't watch as many as Doge has. But the ones that I have watched, they always try to figure out when the other is pitting, how they're going to, like, tactically, yeah. um, you know, kind of go at it with each other because they're only worried about each other. Yes. And then this race, Red Bull just... Got the best of them with that with that uh, final Warner hit. Absolutely did it, and <clears throat> awesome job. They they each stole points um, for the team for the fastest lap throughout the year as far as getting that like yeah. you know last second um, pit stop to put the the soft tires on and go all out for that last lap. Right, yep. so this is something we've seen all year, and it just it it was different in the in the sense with the safety car and the accident. Okay, so. As soon as that first corner came, Max was ahead of him, and it was over. It was over. So like TJ said, dude, like if you have him drive through the cars, not only does he actually earn it, I feel like, in a lot of people's eyes, because, again, like you said, like, does he deserve it this year? Probably, yeah. I mean, like him and and Lewis both did, dude. Like, that's why it was so close. Like, I think that's also why it drew us in. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah, I mean, like, we woke up. I was like, I'm not missing this. There's no way. Right. Like, I have to see who wins this. Like, they've been battling all year long. And this is something that they did as a sport to get people into it. You know what I mean? This, and they did a good job as far as finding these drivers. And obviously, Lewis and, and Max, you know, performing and Red Bull and Mercedes having the years they did, were, which they were pretty much the top two the entire season, right? And yeah, then it was uh, three and four, which was what, McLaren and Ferrari? Ferrari got third. McLaren got fourth. Okay, but they were like kind of three, four the entire year. Yep. And then from there, yep. it was kind of like a, a mixed bag, right? Alpine and AlphaTauri were fighting. Yeah. Okay. Um, for for five and six, okay. so it was kind of these little pods of two all the way down. Okay. And at the bottom of the field, I mean, Aston Martin really underperformed this year. Um, you know, Williams, Alfa Romeo, Haas, all yeah, pretty Haas. pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad teams. So, you know, what I was getting to, though, is, is that they really did have a great battle all year. And it was fun to, like, talk about. It was fun to watch. I just wish that it was an ending. It's similar to a movie that you see. And the whole movie's so good, and the ending just this reminds sucks. Me, and you're this, like, what? It's like Game of Thrones. This Dude. is exactly like the Rams going to the Super Bowl over the Saints on that pass interference call. Where we all knew it was pass interference. It didn't get called. And the Rams won. Did the Rams probably deserve to go? Yeah, they were the best team probably all year. But the Saints were winning that game. And they had to lead. And or I, mean, I don't know if they had to lead. But either way, it was just like such a blatant, like, 
the the refs got in the way of just two great teams going at it. Like two good racers were going at it, and the steward got in the way by probably just doing what he's supposed to do. But it just felt like it was given to to Max. I don't know. It it seems like when it really comes down to it, any sort of appeal, there's there's an article in the FIA rulings that essentially says, you know, the the safety car is the tool of the race steward, and they can use the safety car how they want. So, like, if, you know, if they decided that that was when the safety car needed to be called in, then that's just what it is. They have, like, the discretion of the race steward. Like, it's under their control. Obviously, so, like, he's, they, he yeah. knows what he's doing. Like, I'm just right. saying, I think it could have been done better. I think so, To make too. it feel more I, fair. I totally agree. But I think any sort of appeals that Mercedes tries to bring to them, which they've already done and may continue to do, they just won't. No, they show, they're they, not going to have any. It, what's done around. is done. It's I over. I agree. But they're not going to appeal it and give it. No, it's over. They, they got to try to make changes as to how the FIA rules things. And you got to make it clearer for next year because this wasn't the first race that had controversy. Brazil had it too. Um, they had it last week in um, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix as well. Yeah. You know, it, there's a time where. Max was told to let Lewis go by. Lewis wasn't told in time. Lewis runs into Max, and then Max carries on, and then Max winds up getting a penalty for not letting him pass, and it's just like, you guys have to have these things ironed out better. The the rules have to be clearer, and there has to be a better form of systems and processes for these things to be executed correctly every time. There shouldn't be controversy like this. Yep. So that's, that's really where... The sad part is I wanted Max to win that race on on Sunday, um, oh, but not. it was tough. You know, it was tough because I do feel like Lewis had it kind of stolen from him, um, which sucks. But Max drove a hell of a, a season. So did Lewis. Uh, they both deserve to be up there and tied uh, with the last race to figure it out. Um, I'm just really excited for next year. Yeah, I want to say – two things and I'll be we can go to cut into halftime sure I think the again I've said this I think I said this probably every time we talk about F1 the fact that we get the direct audio of these managers the ref and the drivers is unbelievable where they're like you can hear Lewis just being like this is unbelievable I can't believe it and then Mac Max says that in the beginning where he's like Lewis needs to give his time back. And then the guy's like, they gave the time back. Lewis has gone enough time. He's like, of course he did. You know, of course they're out for Lewis. Like, it's just like so funny that you get all this. And then you got Toto Wolf and then this, the steward talking to him while Toto Wolf is like, this is not fair. This is not right. This is not right. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, I was right this there with so him. No, this I... is so wrong. Yeah. This is motorsport. <clears throat> um, oh, so I just think that's the best part about the sport. Because without that, it, the drama isn't as uh, – it's not as there. You're not in it as much. Like when you can hear all the, the main people talking, you're like, holy crap. I can't believe you know, Lewis just said that about Max. Or I can't believe – I can't believe Lewis is arguing with Toto about the strategy like they were. Or not – you know, or whoever was arguing with the – I forget who was doing it this time. Yeah, because Lewis was upset past. that he didn't pit. Yeah, Lewis was mad like, that he didn't he's pit. He's like, yo, like when am I going to pit? He's like, you're not. And he's like – what? Well, that was tough because if you give up that position, that was such a hard track to pass anybody on. Yep, it was so, it was so a tough. If you call. give up the position, it's it's really easy to defend on. Like you saw, I mean, I I have to bring this up. The 
Sergio Perez's defense of Lewis Hamilton at the beginning of the race was so legendary. Unbelievable. Oh. Sergio Perez was on super worn down soft compound tires, and Lewis was on these fresh hards. So Lewis pits, Max pits. Max is like seven seconds behind Lewis, and in one lap, Sergio was able to hold back Lewis enough that Max yeah. got right back up, like yeah. within a second of the entire pack. Yeah, it was so sick. Massive. That was that was cool to watch. We're just like, oh yeah, my gosh, Max goes, I can't believe he did it. The teacher's point there, you get the cool audio of Max, of Max going on the radio. He's like, Checo is an effing legend. Yeah, that's right. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That was so cool. That was a cool moment. Yeah, like, can you imagine that, like, in, like, you get that in the NFL or the NBA, like, you get some, like, I know we get a little bit of it, but, like, the full raw, like, where you said, like, you said effing, but he didn't say effing, you know what I mean? Like, right. you get that from, like, LeBron James throws up some nasty dunk, you know, to Anthony Davis, and, like, they're just, they're just like, let's fucking go, baby, let's go, <laughs> like, that would be awesome, or, like, Vogel's like, get back on D, guys, great play, you gotta get back on D, and they're like, shut up, Frank, we're playing, you see that oop, like, just back like stuff like that or like I don't know, it just be so much it would make it so much more entertaining so I'm so glad that they do that second point I'll make it quick yep. there's literally no chance Lewis is losing next year Mercedes gave up on their car way early this year to gas it up for next year they got old Georgie coming in Mr. Saturday to get those nice pole spots defend Bodis hypothetically could have been checked out at the end of this season not defended as well as he possibly could have because he was already going somewhere else. So I think now they got someone who wants to be in Mercedes' car. Obviously, I'm sure Bottas wanted to be in a Mercedes' car, but they told him he couldn't be in a Mercedes' car. Someone who actually will be locked in Mercedes' car, along with Lewis, along with the team. <clears throat> I think they're coming back for big-time revenge next year. So I think they feel, like a lot of fans feel, like that was not necessarily fair. Now, don't get me wrong. Red Bull is, I'm sure, going to be fired up to repeat um, and I'm sure all the other teams are going to you know, think they have a chance because we've got a new formula coming out next year. But the Silver Arrow is coming back, let me tell you. That's my thought. I'm excited, dude. I mean, it, it sucks to end that way, but it, it was a great year. I'm definitely a Mercedes guy through and through now. Uh, I mean, I, that was the only team that I really you know, had any I like the McLaren of... guys a lot, but... Them and I then just res- Lewis is. I just respect his his game. Yeah, you know. I love McLaren. The, the more I know about him, is you know the Big more Danny I, I like him. The body shit. Yeah. yeah, dude, he's funny. I like him. Yeah. I'm big on Danny Rick. He's he's uh. You could get, if you can get me Danny Rick and Lewis on the team, I'd ride or die, even if it was Haas. They're <laughs> 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 just sixty, just driving for Haas, like. Dude, that'd be awesome. If Haas is still around by then, that'll be awesome. Or should I say that'll be Haas? Yeah, I was going to say it'll be awesome. <laughs> All right, what do we let's got? Let's go into halftime. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Why not? Yep. Um, okay, let's go to halftime. Doge, where can we find the clubhouse-specific stuff, my good friend? We are on Facebook, The Clubhouse, Twitter and Instagram, identical handles clubhouse underscore tcsn for the cheap seats network so give us a follow and like and subscribe and and all that fun stuff yeah big dilla yep where can uh all right so from the cheap seats yeah for old cheap seats uh on facebook just type it in the cheap seats network 
the yeah. Cheap Seats Network. That's four words. So if you have any questions about it, no, you don't. I don't. Just gotta search it. Okay. Yeah, Facebook. So Twitter, the other one. Oh man. At mm. the underscore cheap mm. underscore seats. Seats. For the cheap seats. Yeah, I just thought of two great names for our fourth quarter, man. I'm, I'm pumped. I pulled those out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm huge. Thrilled. Thrilled. <clears throat> okay. Um. So. You uh. I'm, do you know what the SN stands for though? Because if you don't know, TCSN. We have a little game. Good game. Try to figure out what the SN stands for. I basically gave it away last time. That's the only time that's ever happened. We need back. And it happened touch. happened on a rebound. Sometimes you need a rebound. It was a putback before the buzzer, though. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean the buzzer beater. Yeah, I mean halftime buzzer. Yeah. There isn't a buzzer at halftime. Yeah. Sure there is. Mm. No hints. Just. I like it. Gotta restart. Yeah, fresh. Santa nonsense. Ooh. Um. So you're saying that's not it, Bill? <laughs> no. I'm going. Okay. I'm just letting Teach go. I'm going super I... Napier. Ooh. For his quotes out of Florida. Good. That's yeah. a good one. Super Billy. Shabazz okay. Napier. So, I love that we do have okay. another Billy. You know, we had Billy Donovan, Billy Napier. Like, it's just like a fun coach name, you know? Billy Donovan. Like, oh, Billy. Billy Napier. But no, it's not. Um... What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? So, it stands for Ooh. Smoggy Nukes. Because that's what it stands for. Okay. TCSNs. Smoggy Nukes. Nukes. Let's get it going. <clears throat> that's brutal. I said you have to go back to where it doesn't make any sense. Sweet Where's Potato like... Nannies is the best one we've ever had. Sweet Potato Nannies. Gotta <laughs> love it. Ugh. It's been so good. We need that bit. I should get a Sweet Potato Nannies t-shirt going. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> need it that'd be great um okay ladies and gents speaking of we're gonna have some new merch coming out we got a new logo coming out soon stay tuned it's gonna be a nice one uh so that'll be on our new merch you got some other stuff coming out um so be on the lookout for a little maybe a little uh new year new you new look kind of vibe you got something there guy for later i gotta you know i gotta tease it a little bit Sure, sure it does. Not going to be on the pot. Oh. Something you'll see. Sure. Something we're going to talk about. Stay tuned for next episode. Dill's got something for you, maybe. Moving on. Third quarter. Oh, I don't know why I have that there. I forgot to put these in. T, I'm putting them in now. Sorry about that. That's all right. It's going to be why. Yours, see? Mine are just off the road. I'm going to get smoked, dude. Mine are pre-COVID. Oh. I so were mine. I have them written down. Okay, 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 okay. See, mine are off the road. Okay, 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 okay. NFL Week 15. Guess the lines. We got we got a hell of a ball game tonight, folks. That we do. 
Do we? The Kansas City Chiefs rolling in to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Wow. Interdivision matchup. Chiefs are rolling. Herbert's moving to the pocket on the right side, launching bombs. They're looking good. Uh, who won last week? What do you mean? The Lions. Yeah, like who's going to go first? Shoot, not me. I think I did, right? I think. Because yeah, you guys report that. Either way, let's, let's just, yeah. I guess the written down doesn't matter. I got Chiefs minus two, Doug. I had Chiefs minus two and a half. Big Dilla? At, at uh, LA, right? Yeah, but like. Even at LA, I still gave Chiefs two and a half. Have? Yeah. I don't know. I would say uh, Chiefs minus four. Oh, I got to actually have it pulled up here. We have all of our lines pulled up. It is Kansas City minus three. Goes to Doge, I believe. Okay. You said two and a half? Yeah. Two and a half. Yep. Okay. Oh no, my computer's doing the broken thing. Yikes. The broken thing. <laughs> That's not a good sound or a good name for something. Alright, Saturday football folks. Mm-hmm. Who we got? We got the Raiders. Against who? <laughs> the dog pond up there in Cleveland days. Who do we got? Who you got in this one? What's your line? I've got the Browns in this one. And I think they're going minus three and a half. I have Browns minus two and a half. I'm going, okay, well. You can split it if you want. It sounds like you got the three. I was doing three before he had said it, so let's try me. The Raiders just got smoked by the Chiefs last week. And I think being in Cleveland is going to be tough for him. Raiders minus one and a half. Really? No Baker. Yeah, I guess all the Browns are up. No Baker. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had this before the, the COVID lines, I guess. You're right. That'll so. go to El Capitan. We got Patriots at Colts. Massive game Saturday night. Colts need this one. Pats are rolling. Coming off the three-pass McCorkle-Jones game. I got Colts minus two. I think they're a good ball club. Got a good home field, but Patriots are a good team, too. Dogemeister? Hmm? I had the the Colts minus one and a half. Just giving them a little bit of home field love. Going Pats minus two. It is Colts minus two and a half. Well, Are we splitting that, Doge? What'd you have? Minus two. No, so you get that. I had one and a half for Colts. You had Colts minus two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. You're right. Excuse me. So you get that. Heck yeah. We're rolling, boys. Okay. Next game, Sunday. We're moving to Sunday now. No more Saturday. Back to normal football here. The Tennessee Titans. Tighten up, tighten up, tighten up. Taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
I have Titans minus three in this. I had Titans minus four and a half. I had the Steelers. Yeah, I, I didn't care. I think the Steelers are booty. Dill was asking where it was. Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, no, I just don't care, TJ. I'm saying Steelers <laughs> minus one. It is Tennessee minus one and a half. I think that's Dilla. I was three away. I was two and a half. I was two and a half. Yeah, one and a half now. Minus three. Boom. Keep it rolling. Hell yeah, boys. (laughs) The Washington football team. Just covering up Dan Snyder's emails with Urban Meyer being fired. Gotta love it. Yeah, we know about you, Dan. At the Eagles. Eagles are kind of rolling. Football team lost to the Cowboys, but they're all right. The Eagles just have a bye, right? For sure. Mm, yes, they did. Yes. They were They're coming off a bye. Coming yeah. off a bye. Nick Sirianni? Sirianni off a bye. You know what they say. What are they going to do? No, they don't say anything yet because he hasn't done it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, at in Philly, right? In Philly. Okay, I'm going Philly minus three and a half. I got Philly minus three. I have Philly minus five and a half. Big doge. That's gonna be a split right there. I'm curious. Philly minus seven. Big doge. Oh, taking that one. I probably would have gone higher than five and a half after the COVID stuff. Because the, the yeah. football team is decimated right now. They they might be missing 11 starters. Ooh. I didn't know that. Yeah, that might <laughs> that should be... Maybe that's a hammer, that seven, for the Eagles there. They've been pretty good. They've been sneaky good. Like, if the Cowboys fall, they get hot. 425, Doge. Or maybe it's 4 o'clock, 405. I don't know for sure. I need to find out. Because this game is maybe the most important game of the Bengals' season right now. Because we need a dub. So bad, and we keep embarrassing ourselves in games that we should be winning, and we could easily have a nice spot in the playoffs, but we don't right now. Bengals at the Denver Broncos. We're going to mile high. Hard to play there anyway. Teddy Two Gloves always covers, so whatever this is going to be, I would bet that. He's big cover god. What do you got for us, Doge? I went with the homer pick. I'm probably going to be off here, but I, I took Bengals minus one and a half. I think they're still a better team than the Broncos, but I could see people giving the Broncos the home field advantage. I have Denver minus two because mile high is absolutely an advantage because of the the altitude. But I do think, Doge, we are a better football team and we should win this game. Joey is the man. Teddy two gloves. All right. Good guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Big Dilla. I think the Bengals, I'm with you guys, but I, I think I was going to say Denver one and a half. It is Denver minus two and a half. Crazy. That's UT. Take those points, Doge. Let's get those points. Let's take those points. Hammer the bungles. Who's got it so far? What's oh, the I'm, score? I'm rocking. I got three. Doge, what do you have? I think I just have... I got the Chiefs and the 
Eagles one. So, you have two. so I'm at two. Nice. How many games do we have left? Are we good? You? One, two, three, board. four, five. You need to get on the board. Packers here. at Ravens. Good, going to be a good game, I think. Unless Lamar isn't playing, in which case it's going to be a bad game. So got, you got one, I think, don't you? I thought he did too. Mm-hmm. He said no. Pack minus five and a half is what I've got. Mm. It's in Baltimore, isn't it? Yeah. Lamar Jackson might not be playing, guy. Uh, Come on, right. now. With that ankle sprain. I got to stay true to what I have, but yeah, I mean, it, what I had was Packers minus two and a half, but I hadn't put Lamar out of it yet with that line. Let's say Pack minus a tutty. It is. Oh, seven. Where did I say? Two and a half? What did you say, Tuddy? Seven. Oh, no. What did I say? Hold on. Oh! You said... Yes, okay. That's what I was double-checking. It is... You said five and a half. Packers minus five and a half. Let's go. You nailed it. Nailed it. Look out, folks. This... Putting them in before. I don't know... Come on, now. Other than the Browns, I really haven't... There's going to be people that are thinking I'm cheating now. Just looking them up and putting them right in. <laughs> yeah, I would have preloaded, just set on it. Like, got like five of them. You haven't won them all. You haven't won them all. You're cheating responsibly. Just, just enough. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like the Houston Astro. Oh. Oh. Uh, don't think we don't forget that shit, boys. Boo hiss. We hate them. Cheaters. We don't hate them, but they're cheaters. Seahawks at the Rams. Big LA weekend here. Back to back. This is an interdivisional matchup as well. Here we go. Um, I have the Rams minus two. Seahawks at Rams. You have Rams minus two. I'm going minus seven. Yeah. I put Rams minus seven and a half. It is Rams minus four and a half. Ah. So you get that. <laughs> we tie. We both get it. We split. Two you said seven. Yeah, two and a half and two and a half. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. You're right. Boom. Double checked in my head before I said something. They like Will Russ Wilson, you know? That's ridiculous. Seahawks been butt. Rams have looked good the last I also, yeah, did this before the Rams. Did that? Put a beating down on, on the Cardinals. So I'm surprised that... that got me points there because Maddie Stafford looked like he turned back the clock there it was looking good yeah. mm-hmm. Odell did too for yeah, a oh yeah bit. Cooper Cup is just undeniable just a beast absolute beast um okay 49ers at the Falcons Dill you can lead since people like the 49ers too I think yeah I'm gonna go 49ers minus two I have 49ers minus one and a half I had 49ers minus two and a half. Here we have we Dills. We have Dills surrounded. Yeah, pinch him out, Doge. Love it. And we had it written down to prove it. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. People like San Francisco. 49ers minus a 49. Big nine. Niners minus nine. What? In Atlanta? In Atlanta. Atlanta? What? Atlanta's not great, but wow. They're like a game out of the playoffs. Or do I have that backwards? No. All right, oh, we'll take that hold place. on. Oh. 
I'm a chupus. It's Atlanta. It's in San Francisco. <laughs> oh. I jacked that up there. Dang, bro. Just strike it from the record. Kidding. Give it to Doge. Damn. No, give it to Doge. I was going to say, I gave, you I gave still, 49. You still earned wow. your point, you know, even though it was a wrong Wow. Scam. Wrong game. I agree. Scam. That's another. You get a couple asterisks. Yep. Huh. I'm not going to win this anyway. The best I could do is tie. Saints at Buccaneers. Sunday night football. Saints kind of weirdly always have Tom's number. Yeah. Doge. Yeah, that is true. I still took Bucks minus six and a half. Crap, I didn't write this. Bucks okay. minus ten and a half. Bucks minus nine. Tommy. What do we got? Tampa Bay minus 11. Dill got that one. Dill. So this is TJ's week then. It's, it's already decided. Wow. First ever? First ever. Yeah. Yes. I've never won. First ever? Never won. Unless I won last week and we didn't talk about it. No. I don't think so. I don't think you did. What I had in the old doc was Dill had four and you and I each had two. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh. Wait. Old doc. Oh, like. Like I won. Last I think I like I had two sneaky wins. I was like, oh, that's no. exciting. Uh, but I didn't remember that, so I didn't want to. That's crazy. Let's go, babe. So Come last on. pod, the SN got. Yeah, taken we're care roll- of. I'm rolling right now. You I'm did hot. that. This week, you clear got your out. first ever win in GTL. Clear out, clear out, ISO. They don't want none. Too small. Mouse, mouse in the house. Wow. <laughs> Barbecue chicken alert. Hey, and good stuff on the awesome. Awesome. I mean, me. like we. <sighs> Vikings at. Da bears. Got bears. I got bears minus two. There. Dush, what you got up there in Cleveland? I'm actually taking the Vikings on this one. Minus one and a half. Okay. I like that. I think I... Uh, Going minus two, Vikes. Probably should have done that as well. Because I don't know what I was thinking. Really, now I'm looking back at this. Vikings are definitely better than the Bears. Minnesota minus three and a half. Dill gets that one. Dilla. But each takes the week. Yeah. Wow. Well done. Hey, all streaks are meant to be broken. Let's go. We are the champions. We have a streaker on the field. All right, moving on to the fourth quarter. We got a great one. The woulda, coulda, shoulda, NIL. Who do you think would have had the best NIL deals if, you know, if this was stretched out over history forever? Uh, We'll put out a poll. We'll let fans vote. Um, We're going to do four or five guys. Or three guys, I guess. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm curious to see where your guys, like, minds went with this because i have like a totally different perspective i feel like you know what i mean and so do you guys like so let's let's each like four five five okay i think five is 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 the move i think we go one like each say one and then like snake try to not repeat yet and we'll yeah let's snake it up babe come on love a good snake 
Um, okay. Probably need you guys to keep track of yours. Yeah, don't know. I can just type each of the first one rounders on this uh, on the one, and then each of the second rounders on the two. T. Oh, does that's a beautiful idea. Way to be efficient. Okay. Um, I should have busted up. You one guess the line, so I feel like you should. Let's Jump go. In. I'm I'm hot. I'm hot. I gotta keep it hot. Ah, boy. Oh man, this so many incredible names to choose from. And the number one pick in the 2021 NIL draft goes to. Reggie Bush. Oh my God. That's such a good one. Dating Kim Kardashian, so you know they would have hooked him up with some fat deals. Also, just renowned as like one of the best running backs in college football. Anybody who's our age wanted to be Reggie Bush. He was the man. So I'm going Reggie, number one. Yeah. He looks so cool in those uniforms and in the Saints uniforms. Oh my gosh. I love Reggie Bush. Especially dude. when he was just juking people out left and right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just running up and down. It's like that, a kind of That replay of him jersey. running up and down the sideline is just one that's in burnt, it's burnt in my head. I can yeah. watch it right now if I close my eyes. Like, oh, what a legend. Okay. So, who had the most points in the the thing? Should we do it that way? Or did you guys Dill was Dill was next best on the guest lines. Big Dilla. It's up to you. Okay. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna go with the counterpart, Vince Young. Ah, oh, he was on my list for sure. Uh, <laughs> I had both these guys on my list. Vince Young was a beast, dude. That national championship game is one of the one of the top dogs. I would watch those that. teams were legendary. I'd watch that beginning to end right now if it was on the TV. Like that's one of the ones you're like, oh man, this is on like. All right, let's 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 clear some. Undoubtedly, those guys were nuts. Um, you got two picks here. I do, and one I'm taking a more recent player. Am I? Oh, Zion Williamson. Yeah, dude, absolutely. He would have made absolute just stupid money, even in high school, bro. He was. Viral. He had a million followers. To think, like I mean, he would have had easily had a million dollar deals. You know what I mean? Like easily. It, it, yeah. So I, I had to take Zion. He was just at the tail end of not being able to get that bag, which is sad because now he's just in the NBA and hurt all the time. Yep. Um, but he absolutely would would have made some serious cheddar. No doubt. You got the rap guy. I know. And I'm taking another baller. Another guy that unfortunately had some serious injuries no, in the don't NBA. Do it to me. But um Greg Odin. Oh, that's who I thought of in the middle of the show. Oh, what a good one. Is, he was uh, so good. Is who would have made some serious dough. He was an unbelievable college basketball player, number one overall pick into the NBA. He would have been all over different you know, promotions and things when he was in college. So it, yeah, I mean, he would have made so much cheddar. Yeah. Dill, yeah. why are you taking your pick off of the the thing guy? Go ahead, by the way. 
I was just doing it by person. You guys are you guys are doing your own methods. They're both they're both that's, working. That's why I just backed out. Okay. I, was just I had it. I had your name before your pick. All right. So Those my are, next pick. Don't worry about the guy. <laughs> I'm gonna go with, with my boy. Your boy. Yeah. Another friend of the pod. Yeah. Good pod himself. JJ Reddick. Ah. Shoot. Everyone knew him. He just lit it up. I mean, he was known for his three-point shooting and just being so many uh, free throw, uh, like such like a good free throw shooter, and like everybody hated JJ Reddick, man. Yeah, unless you loved him because you liked Duke. So absolutely, and he was such a like with his kind of greasy hair. He was such a perfect villain that he would have been a great NIL guy. You know what I mean? It would have been perfect. You got which, two, right? Which leads me to my next person who is a bigger, badder, better version of J.J. Redick at Duke, <laughs> Christian Leitner. He would have been absolutely rolling in dough. Everybody knew who that guy was, especially back then where you went to college for four years and he was good as a freshman he would have been phenomenal to see what kind of dough that guy would have made so i'm going with christian leitner there and everybody has heard this speech for my next man i'm taking him from you boys this speech we play right now will get you fired up will get you to run through a wall this man is so associated with college football he's not a lefty he cannot handle the curve God, Tim Tebow. Uh, I was hoping. I couldn't. Back. I can't believe the names I have on my list. Gosh, some of your names are incredible, but I'm fired up with who I've got right now. Whew. I, I was hoping he would get back to me in the third round. He was incredible, just so dominant in the college level, especially, and just such a great guy too. Like, unless you were a rival of Florida, you you probably loved Tim Tebow. Tebow was awesome and there's he would have just made money over hand over fist there's just no way he almost had a double heisman come on timmy teeps dilla all right so this one is uh another basketball one okay i was trying to figure out which one i wanted to go with and i'm gonna keep that one for later if it's a sleeper in the fifth but I want to go D. Rose. Oh, yeah. Little Memphis. He was very good there. That was something that, like, he put them on the map. Missed the free throws. Got all... Yeah. Tough. I love Derrick Rose. That would have been a great one. Yeah, because he just was the same guy in the NBA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just better, obviously. Like, he got better. Right, and then of course. Right. Now he's kind of back to, you know, a little bit more of what he used to be. It's nice to see him have a little resurgence, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, he was... He was like their whole team there in Memphis. It was awesome to watch. Like he was amazing. Yeah. Good pick. Thanks. Doge. Two picks here. Last two. <coughs> Round them out. I'm jumping to football this time. Yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. You got you got three and four picks. Yeah, Uno Moss left. I'm 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 used to doing no this rush yeah, more. Three more. Wow. Jump into a different sport this time. Hmm. Different sports. This time, two sport talent, huh. Auburn great, 
Heisman Trophy winner, oh, batted 401 for the baseball team. No. Bo no. Jackson. Because Bo knows. I I wanted to take him, but I knew, I wanted to take Tebow from you guys, so I left Bo out there. God That's dang fair. it. Bo knows. Was already a huge campaign, dude. Heisman, Heisman Trophy winner, and he batted 400 for the baseball team, bro. What an absolute legend. Monster. Freaking unit. Monster. Dang it, dude. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, dang, dude. These these next ones are tough because I have no idea what you guys are thinking anymore. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm fired up. Fired up. The NCAA... Okay, this is an older one, but I'm going back to basketball. The NCAA outlawed dunking because of this person. The artist formerly known as Lou Alcindor. Yep, that's a great one. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, baby. That would have been a good one. He was awesome, obviously. He was great at greatest, UCLA. Greatest college basketball they, player ever. They were, they were dominant, and he was the first ever Naismith player of the year, 1969. Didn't they just not lose? Yeah, when he... I think, let's see. I think see. they lost when he was not playing because he was a freshman because they didn't play freshman. Right. And then when he played when he, as yes. a sophomore, when junior, and senior, they to, didn't lose. Yeah, when he moved to the varsity for the next three years, the Bruins won the national titles. Ridiculous. The inaugural winner of the Naismith Player of the Year Award. Yep. What a, oh, crazy. All right, Big Dilla. All right. I don't know why I'm on that today, but I like it. <laughs> So I'm going to go with uh, kind of like a, not super old school, but a little old school, Ohio State quarterback. Ooh. I have two on here. Oh. I'm deciding at the moment that I say it, which one I want to go with. I think I want to Troy Smith. Just Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Troy Smith. Yeah, he was just, uh, I don't know. So, like, these are people that I remember just being, like... Big names around yeah. here. I know, yeah, yeah, the Big Ten jersey was, was everywhere when we were, for sure. Um, okay. Uh, again, absolutely thrilled that these people are available. Um, I'm not even going to... I don't even introduce this man. We've already talked about him on this pod briefly. I've, I've, like I said, I'll defend this man until the end of time. Carmelo Anthony. One year at Syracuse, absolute beast, did it in New York, was McDonald's All-American. Everybody was talking about him going straight to the NBA. He didn't want to, so I'm taking Carmelo Anthony. And I'm going to turn around and go with the man who probably put Notre Dame on the map, Mr. Joe Montana. Wow. Everybody knew who Joe Montana was. Everybody had that Notre Dame jersey. He was a massive star through and through. I think he would have made... Plus, he's a good-looking dude. You know what I mean? Like, Joe's still a good-looking guy. And he's, you know, who knows how old he is. So I'm taking Joey Montana. Dilly? All right. Well, just because I loved it... (laughs) I was just keeping this one for, 
All right. Do you remember NCAA football 2003, I believe? Old Joe? I don't think Old... I had one. Old Joey Harrington? A little bit later. Yeah, dude. A little freaking Joey Harrington, man. I mean. That's so funny. Dude, it's literally on the part of my take episode that came out the other day. Yeah? Yeah, and they, like, talked about him being on the cover and stuff. So funny. That's great. I mean, yeah, that was a game that I remember playing hours of and just trying to get anybody that would play with me to play. That game was... It's going to be fun when that game comes back, but it's a good game. I know Doji, and they try to hook it up and play it now, I think. If I'm not mistaken, they try to figure it out. They, uh, they're bringing a new one... Um, they're bringing a new one, I think, in 2023. Yeah. Four? NCAA. I think it was four. 2024. Okay. But it'll probably be out in 2023 or something like that. Oh, the game is going to be called 2024, but released in 2023? Maybe. I don't know. That'd be funny. Gotta get back to it, though. I mean, like, it's Madden 22, isn't it? Yeah. I'm taking, with my last pick, another two-sport athlete in Florida State's own, Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah, dude. I thought about taking Prime Deion, time so would have made so much money. He would have been he was was a ever, superstar, bro. dude. Yeah. An absolute superstar. He would have made some serious cheddar. Like, he's he the reason why they that. didn't have the NIL. Because they were, like, <laughs> worried that he would have made too much money. Because he was such a star. Oh, man. He was he was wild. Okay. Um, so we just want to read off our list there? What do we got? We got one more? No? Five? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like... And go to Buzzy. Like, or I guess we gotta. All right, so I'll read mine off then, real quick. Just a little rerun. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. So, go just because I think it's the funniest list, and just like not, not the same kind of caliber. You know, what I mean, different reasons. For sure. Vince Young, J.J. Redick, Derek Rose, Troy Smith, Joey Harrington. Harrington would have made some dough. <laughs> Troy Smith, I don't think he would. That's the one where I'm. But he was a hard state. Like, they make a lot of dough, you know? I don't know. He was I wanted to say as a joke, I wanted to say, like, Robbie Hummel. Because he was just was at Purdue for, like, 28 years. Yeah. <laughs> <It> felt like. <laughs> yeah, he's a 17th year senior. I wanted to see, I wanted to see too, if you guys were to let me pick. Like, if I were to fly. And, like, the Morris brothers are, like. Yeah. Or, like, Blake Griffin. Like, the Griffin guys. The Harrison twins. Almost said Taco Fall. Oh, the Harrison twins would have been wild at Kentucky. Yeah. Big Taco Fall. Um, so I got Reggie Bush, Christian Leitner, Tim Tebow, Carmelo Anthony, and Joe Montana. And I've got Zion Williamson, oh, yeah. Greg Oden, Bo Jackson, Bo Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Deion Sanders. Yep. Golly. Does, I've, got some is... old, I've got some older No, but so do I, dude. I have players. Leitner and Joe Montana. You're right. You're right. I think we've... you got Luau, dude, too. Uh, this is going to be a tough bout. I'm it excited is. to show these list to people and see what they think. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Cool, cool. Oh, all right, we're going to move on to our buzzer beater, which we are dedicating... Yes. 
solely to the man, the myth, the legend that is Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time, passing Ray Allen, former greatest shooter of all time's record of 2,974 career three-pointers. He needed two of those going into his game in Madison Square Garden this past week, which what a great place to break the record in the Mecca. Um, what a great night. And uh, we just want to say, like, I don't know, you guys can talk about stuff here for a brief second too, but uh, don't take stuff for granted. People don't shoot like that. They don't affect the game like that. He's changed basketball forever. If you go to a park now, you see little kids shooting from outside the range. When you were at my age playing hoops, you were in the post working down, trying to be like Tim Duncan or Kevin Garnett or some of those guys. You know, LeBron James obviously made you want to move out to the, the wing a bit more. But Steph Curry has unlocked a whole different uh, game of basketball, a whole different range for people. Uh, and he's incredible with his off-ball movement, too. So don't just think he's just, like, a catch-and-shoot guy, which obviously we don't. But I don't know. Like I said, don't take him for granted because he's not gonna. there's not going to be another Steph Curry, I don't think. So, Dill, what do you think there? Yeah, I mean, like like I said earlier, you know, streaks are uh, meant to be broken or snapped, I guess, and records meant to be broken, whatever. Like, whatever right. that cliche term right. is, right? Uh, Obviously, no people probably, like, nobody did, thought there's going to be Ray Allen. You right, know I mean? so, no one thought people were going to beat Ray Allen then. Right. So, like, yeah, I mean, especially with the NBA moving towards it, but, like, he was the he was the influential one behind it. Like, even though Ray Allen did it, like, that's what made him great because no one else really did it in his time. Right. Like, like him. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Steph led the NBA for everyone to try to be like him. You know what I mean? So, like, there will be somebody... I don't know how long that's going to take. I'm sure but, that, yeah, like, I'm sure there, somebody will pass it, maybe just by sure vo- volume now. With, like, right. How much people shoot threes. Correct. But he's just magnificent to watch, man, and it was a blast. And this is something I talked to you guys off the pod. Like, it was so fun to watch him and the Cavs go at it. Or, and what a battle. The Warriors what a for battle. Those four years in the finals. And, like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like because I was always tuned into those games that that was something that was, like, always kind of, like, a thing where it was, like, it's crazy how these teams just keep finding ways to find, like, uh, play each other in the finals. And then, you know, we haven't had the same matchup since, you know what I mean, uh, with with champions. So it's it's been a, a good run of teams or a good mix of teams since that run. And it was special. He is special, and it, it was, you know, fun to watch. So, um he needed two. He ended up getting five. Yeah, on, on I mean, he was gonna get two for sure. There's no doubt. Yeah, for sure. Um, Doge, do you have anything? I know yeah, that we kind of talked and. Yeah, I mean he, he was just a, an absolute generational talent, and like you guys already alluded to, you know, he completely changed the game of basketball forever. You know, the way analytics are played now, you know, it's it's better to shoot forty forty five percent from three than to shoot you know sixty percent from two, and you know people just do that now. So they they chuck it up from three if they can get guys to do it consistently like Steph then you will have a lot of success and uh you know the the Warriors did that you know with him and Clay but they had the best shooting backcourt probably of all time and when Clay gets back it's gonna <laughs> be a lot more of the same but Steph is just unbelievable to watch and you know the way NBA players have been playing you know he's 33 but he could play for another five six seven years like who knows he's got a lot more threes left in him so, I think he can play for a while, for sure. So. Right, so it's it's going to be really fun to see where that number finally ends. Um, someone will eventually catch him, but I think it's going to take a little while. We're not going to see anyone yeah. like him for a time. Yeah. Nope, like, 
his ball when it goes in looks different than a lot. Of, like it looks a lot different than people's too. I feel like. And then real quick, mm-hmm. let you go, Dill. There's three people who like in the NBA who I would if you see them and they're wide open in the corner or not a corner, just wide open anywhere. Like from outside the three point range, it's a guaranteed bucket. It's like Steph, it's Clay, and it's been Ray Allen. Where you just look at somebody and you're like, dude, I can't believe that person is wide open. Like. Might as well just put three points up and don't even let them shoot. We'll just walk down the court the other way because they are so good when it's, they're wide open. And they're so efficient shooters. It's so fun to watch them play. So uh, Steph is awesome, incredible. Glad that the, he broke the record for sure. Obviously he was going to. So, Like you alluded to, Doge, when they get Clay back. Not going to happen before Christmas, but maybe on Christmas. So they designated them, right? They, they just uh, brought them back from the so G League. Yeah, so they got Wiseman, right? Wiseman and Clay. And Clay. Practicing with the guys now. And Steph led this team so far to a 23-5 and record, which has been first or second, depending on what the day is with the Jazz. I'm so, like Clay Thompson. Or the Suns. Suns, excuse me. Jazz are right there, too, but the Suns. Yeah. Clay Thompson, I think, is going to come back and be so oh. so good, dude. Yeah, I'm be excited to watch him again. Very, like, very good. Even though I hated it. Like, I love... There's not a person... All right, we got a big train. <laughs> Clay, he's telling us it's time to wrap up. Yeah, it's time, boy. But everybody loves Clay Thompson. We can't wait to see him back. Everybody pretty much loves Steph Curry. He's per- like, he just is such a great, great talent, and he's so fun to watch. And if you're looking for a, a good night on a Tuesday, Thursday, maybe Friday, put on a little Warriors ball and watch that dude. Put on some work. It's a great show. So... Speaking of great shows, this is one. Thank you, Doge. Appreciate you. Gentlemen, pleasure as always. Big deal. We thank you as well. Yeah, we talked about some legends. You oh, know, yeah, today. a lot of legends and, on the pod. And then today was just, you know, I felt like a pretty legendary pod. So. Yeah, oh yeah. Legendary pod. we got legendary fans. Going to give you a legendary thank you. This is The Clubhouse. <laughs>